Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to engage in witty banter and film analysis with the guy sitting across the table from you. Also, the guy's a terrorist. You have to disarm the bomb that's under the table right now. I don't accept this. Also, you have to boogie. (laughs) (laughs) No. This mission will now self-destruct. I said no, I don't want to take the mission. Can you do that? I feel like you can't actually do that. Not if you're Ethan Hunt, apparently. Yeah, like, like, dude, like, seriously, why don't you actually just say, no, I don't feel like it. I, I, have, I have to go and, like, I don't know, see my daughter play soccer or whatever. Right, yeah, like, my wife is, like, caring for children in the middle of yeah. Nigeria or yeah. something. Like, 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 I have things to do. I have to go see one of my own movies in theaters. Right, that, that? that is not only the philosophy of Ethan Hunt, but also the philosophy of Tom Cruise himself. Y- yes. <laughs> he will never say no to anything. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he eggs you on if you don't give him a tough enough mission. I know. I saw some behind the scenes of this where some guys were like, yeah, um, we can't do that, Tom. That's fucking insane. And then he's just and then the director's like, well, you've never been in a Tom Cruise movie before. (laughs) So I will have, you know, I watched all the behind the scenes on this movie. I dug in last night. I did an hour and a half. I saw the halo jump behind the scenes and how they did it like 150 times. Okay, so, yeah, (laughs) we should fill people in. The halo jump in this movie, they chose to, first of all, do it practically, which I didn't even fucking know that they did. Like, when I watched it, I assumed this was on green screen. No, practically done. They filmed it at sundown, which is the most ridiculous, it's like a Kubrick-esque request. We're only going to film this thing at the golden hour, so we have three minutes to do this thing in one day, and if we don't do it right, we gotta come back tomorrow and do it again. So they end up doing it 105 days to get that one take done, which is the most fucking insane thing. Like, no wonder this movie went over budget. (laughs) It's crazy. They're committed to their craft, Nico. They are. Clearly. There's no question. Uh, If you can't tell, this is movie hopping. That's Adam. I'm Nico. We're your hosts. Um... I am so jazzed to talk about Mission Impossible Fallout. You have no idea. Okay. You really have no idea. I don't know exactly what your takeaways were on this movie, um, but I could not be more through the roof with with my reaction to it. I was so enamored by this thing. But here's my first question I want to start this off with. Um, These movies tend to be fairly disposable. Mm. And although, like, the stunts are amazing, I'm thinking back, I don't remember any of the last three or four Mission Impossible movies. I didn't remember who the villain was in this. I don't remember who Rebecca Ferguson was in the last movie. I remember nothing about Rogue Nation that carried over in this one. I don't remember much about Rogue Nation. I remember Ghost Protocol fairly well, and I, I love that first movie. Okay, I'm so actually he, quite fond of the first movie. I, by the way, I also caught the back half of the first movie on TV the oh, other really? day. <laughs> Very different than these. Yeah, like in, like those are straight up spy movies. There's like no action element no, to it at all. It's a Brian De Palma movie. Yeah. Oh, and, and De Palma <laughs> totally different sense of rubs his De Palma fingerprints all over it. I'm fine with that in, in Mission Impossible's case. I don't know why it, it it surprisingly works very well for him. So here's my question. Why am I bemoaning the Marvel movies every time they come out because they're so disposable, yet I cannot get enough of these Mission Impossibles? Because, I don't know, because you like Tom Cruise? 
Is that you know what? That was one of my theories. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the craft on hand here is is a lot better, honestly, than most of the Marvel movies. It's because we get one every two years and not seven in one. Oh, hey, Zach. Oh. <laughs> Just pretend he's not there. <laughs> he's like, what's the name of the voice that delivers the missions to Ethan? No. Does he know the name? Oh, no, he doesn't. Oh, it's normally just like the supervisor of the IMF. Okay, okay. got it. Great. Uh, <laughs> so in this movie, it should have been Alec Baldwin, but, but it, it wasn't, wasn't, and I was disappointed. Yeah, well, I'm with you. Uh, it might be Tom Cruise. It might be. And it also might be the time difference. That's a good uh, um, theory, because I don't know. Like I said, I think the, the craft on hand also is just a lot better. Right. In, in in the case of Mission Mission Impossible, they're just generally speaking, they're better movies. But um, for you personally, because I don't have an affinity for Tom Cruise at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I, this is well documented on podcast. I hate Tom Cruise. Hate him. Hate him. Hate him. Hate him. Hate him. Hate him. Do you hate him in these movies too? Like what? Be more specific. Like why do you hate him now? I just I can't stand Tom Cruise. I think he's I think he's obnoxious to watch. He's obnoxious to watch, even in these movies where he's basically an action figure. No. I mean, he's nothing more than an action figure in these. Not, not every single one of these. I mean, it's weird. It, like, kind of... I mean, in the second one, absolutely. Um, the third one, eh, kind of. The fourth one, not so much for some reason. And in the fifth one, I was like, I don't care. And similarly to this one, I don't care. About him? Yeah. Um... See, for me, it's kind of weird. This was the movie where Ethan Hunt really became important for me. Oh, really? Like, this was the like, it took six tries at this, but now I feel like there's a character associated with Ethan Hunt, and I didn't necessarily feel that way the last couple times. All right. Again, this might be just my forgetfulness, but like, <laughs> this was the movie where I'm like, oh. That's right. Like, Ethan's a really good husband, and Ethan's a really good friend, and Ethan is not just a stuntman. He's also the guy <laughs> willing to sacrifice the world for his team. Mm. And, like, in this one, more than the last couple, I felt a real camaraderie with Ving Rames and Simon Pegg and even Alec Baldwin to a certain extent. Okay. Like, the type of camaraderie I hadn't felt in these movies previously. Like, I, I don't remember what Ving Rhames' character was all about. But now, like, I feel like there's history there. Um, And Cruz specifically, he really does pour a lot of his heart and soul into these things. And I feel like that's almost palpable. Like, he really does care about these movies a lot and, by extension, cares about the character of Ethan Hunt and cares about the other people on screen. Okay. You disagree. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's my biggest problem with the movie. No. (laughs) Like, I like the movie. Let me get get this uh, out there right now. I think it's actually a very good movie. But at the same time, I I think it's honestly more disposable than, like, Ghost Protocol. Really? Yeah. You liked Ghost Protocol better? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like the first one a lot more. Why? I just enjoyed everything about those movies more. Just whether the way that they were, everything about the way they were filmed and the setup of everything to the way the characters are presented to how they play off of each other. Ving Rhames' character especially is handled much better better in previous films. Yeah. I mean, obviously not Ghost Protocol because he's not in that, but... uh, Right. And I I don't know. There was a better, there was a better, uh, 
I don't know. I I didn't find the 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 scenes where it's just talking heads very compelling in this. Whereas I found them a lot more interesting in other films. I don't know. Even if they weren't, they didn't have the the amount of weight to them that they have in this. They were just sold better to me. I yeah. just believed it all more, and it was more entertaining. I don't know. I just I, sort of felt like there was an emotional history that I hadn't gotten before. Um, <sighs> and so the scenes with the husband, um, specifically the last action scene, and. Of course, that's we we always talk about that. This when it comes to action movies, if there's not emotional stakes mm-hmm. associated with your action, it's very hard to care about the scene as incredible as it might look. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that last action scene had a tremendous amount of emotional resonance. Yeah, and when he's sort of sitting on the cliff at the end of it with uh, the the key from the detonator in his mouth, <laughs> and he's looking on the sunset to do the fake out with the nuclear explosion. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, the, the team's back together. Yeah. Like, everybody's okay now. Uh, when he came <clears throat> through, I'm like, yeah, go fucking Ethan, man. Oh, no, I, I agree. I'm not saying the, the, there isn't any emotional weight to it at all. Cause yeah. Certainly, yeah, because that, that, that third act is absolutely phenomenal. It's breathtaking, it, isn't it? It's incredible. It's by far the best part of the movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying it's, it, it's kind of long and not in a good way. And um, wow, it there. Oh my, there's a lot of in between that. Just I was, I was really out of it. Wow, really, 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 really out of it. This was the quickest two and a half hour movie I'd ever been in Ugh. in a or in a long time. Certainly, I checked my. I, I, you, you know me. I don't check my phone. I was, I was doing it pretty frequently. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> By the way, Zach is giving you daggers. I don't right care. Now. I don't care. <laughs> I, I can see him in my peripheral vision. I just don't feel the same way at all. That's pretty nuts that we felt completely differently about this. I thought it was very good. I just, I'm not like in love with it. What scene specifically dragged for you? Any scene where they're talking. (laughs) (laughs) And and I'm really, I'm really not kidding. There was just, even the, even the scene with uh, him and uh, the, the, the dude from fucking Prometheus, the villain. Okay. Uh, Fifield's character. Right. I, I, what the hell is the The British guy, the Andy Serkis lookalike. Yeah. Him. Like even then, when he's just when they got the little the device that's gonna you know inject the tracker into him, and I'm just like, eh, it's just I don't know. It looks nice. <laughs> what a, looks nice? It's a visually good looking scene for 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 a couple of talking heads, but there's just something about what they're talking about. The technology and how they're talking. No, what? You mean the technology of the tracker? What like what do you mean? What are you, what are you talking about? Like visually, the scene looks nice. Oh, like that's what I'm saying. It's well shot. I'm talking about you know. When he's got him and the five field characters all uh, uh, tied up and he's he's like the blood will be on your hands and whatnot that shit. Oh, yeah, I was into it. I was really into it. I was like, I've seen this scene like literally a thousand times before and in no different way whatsoever. I was just like, I don't care. I was really into the espionage stuff, too. I did. I just liked all the technology. Now, remind okay. me because I I'd, it's good. I'd forgotten in the previous movies, did they ever show the 3D printer of the mask? Yes. Ghost Protocol. When? Ghost Protocol? Uh, Ghost Protocol and in Mission Impossible 3. They did in 3? Okay. 3, they showed it too. Okay. This, because I, I totally it was, forgot about in, it. In 3, it was like its own separate box. Uh-huh. Like it wasn't a printer attached to a computer. Okay. I don't remember what it was in Ghost Protocol, but I think it was like an intermediary step between the box by itself. And the computer, but in this, it's just like the laptop. 
Yeah. Because in the first movie, like, we sort of just laugh off the fact that anybody could be wearing a mask at any time. Mm-hmm. But I sort of appreciate that now there's an added level of intrigue. You know, sure. there's a countdown clock. Mm-hmm. We have to, you know, make sure the guy is knocked out long enough so we can make a mask of his yeah. face. And we can't shoot him in the head uh, because then we won't have the ability to make a mask for him. Oh, I yeah. Kinda, I, I liked that mm-hmm. added layer of stuff. And it felt like they poked the right holes in the technology and in the spy craft to where it became difficult enough for them. Like, it wasn't just like we had this endless arsenal of futuristic technology at our disposal. Sure. You know, it felt like, okay, the bombs, you have to disarm them at the same time. If you don't disarm them at the same time, they're both going to go off. Yeah. Uh, it's a little eye-rolly, but I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's, fu- it's fun in that way, I guess. It's like, oh, oh boy, we have these bombs that generally you'd be able to disarm, but it's like, oh, boy, but they're set up in a way where... You, if you do anything wrong, they go off. We have to do it at the exact same time. It's almost like comical right. in, in that way. But like I said, I don't I don't have as much of an issue with that. It's kind of fun. And I actually do appreciate the the explanation to how these masks get made because it adds like an extra layer of tension for certain scenes. Right, exactly. Especially in that bathroom sequence. Oh, especially in that bath, which was another incredible. There, There's like fucking, man, this is why I'm so shocked you don't feel the same way. There's like six scenes in this movie I'm never going to forget. There's like a good six. The bathroom scene, incredible. The skydiving scene, incredible. Okay. The, the helicopter chase. What the flying fuck, Tom Cruise? What the? He actually fucking flew that helicopter. I know. They taught him how to fly a helicopter through a picturesque mountaintop. He made dives and flips and turns and they shot the thing so it was clear to the audience no one's in that helicopter with tc he's alone he's fucking alone in this thing like i'm never gonna forget when he's again looking over the 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 mountaintop uh when the the motorcycle chase when he hits the truck and flips over the truck and lands and when he's running after army hammer and he's like sprinting henry cavill Army <laughs> Hammer. That, oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> Whatever. They're the same person. Yeah, they're pretty similar. I mean, like... I like his mustache in this. I also like his... <laughs> Think about it. This fucking homeboy, every time they did the running through the city scene... Had to sprint that quick every take. Like, there wasn't one, like, and they gotta film it like a good maybe 20 times. He's sprinting like Usain Bolt out there. (laughs) I love the way Tom Cruise runs. His running is the funniest thing ever. It's so fucking funny. Like, Uh, if his body don't give out, his heart's gonna give out pretty soon. Like, this man gives it all for the cinema man like this dude gives it all for filmmaking yeah good for him zach (laughs) tell me you're on the same page with me please i have said this and i will always say this i love tom cruise (laughs) and i love every mission impossible movie except the second one yes good this is no exception sure this might be my favorite this actually. Is, no i i disagree with you this is an exception this is the best one okay i truly believe this this is the best one and again i just watched the original mission mission impossible which is kind well, of apples the and oranges well yeah no see here's the thing i like the the more 
spy aspect of it right. of the original. You love yeah. your Bond. I, I love my Bond esque movies, but yes. I also love my over the top action movies, mm. which is what this is. But this is still a fantastic movie. Right? No, but it's yes. a good spy movie too, though. It is a good spy movie. It's a good but, spy but movie. It, it's like it's a good spy movie, but it relies on gadgets. Mm-hmm. Which is sort of not a great spy movie in my mind, right? Yeah. But well, it's a lot still of a... gadgets in Bond, though, too. Well, well, no, there is, but the ones that have a lot of gadgets are my least favorite Bond movies. Yeah. Okay, you like the human intrigue, yeah, yeah. You like the 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 sleeping with women and, <laughs> and stabbing, and basically, yes, yeah, the boobs and the yeah. Okay, well, I, I don't disagree with you. Not, <laughs> not enough sex in this. Actually, no sex in this, which I'm fine with. I you are. Have, I'm I don't have fine a, with. I don't it. have an issue with with no sex. I was. I'm so... totally okay with the no physical relationships in the Mission Impossible's. I yes. was. I love that. So ready. except in three, it was. It's needed in three. Who does he bang because, in three? Well, no, in three, oh, it's about his wife, right, Michelle Monaghan. That's, right, that's right. That's right. I was expecting. And isn't Ghost Nation a little Pro- bit about protocol? his wife too? Ghost, Ghost Protocol, protocol rather. Doesn't that involve his wife in some way? I think like briefly at the end. Okay. Uh-huh. From what I remember. Oh, so yeah, that's right. Three was the last time we really like saw her in a in full, full capacity. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> I was expecting Tom Cruise to like bang the drug smuggler that looked like Lady Gaga, or whatever she was. The weapon. Oh, widow. the weapon. The, oh yeah, the blonde the one on. with the butterfly knife. Yeah, I was expecting that. The the widow, the white widow. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I was ready for that. It's too bad. Um, like. There is, um, man, I'm just going to say this, Adam. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Okay. I like this better than Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. I do. I like this way better than Mad Max Fury Road. And I and I know I give you a lot of shit, but I really do like Mad Max Fury Road. Like, I really love that movie. Uh, I just don't love it as much as you. This, to me, the practical effects here, the lack of CGI was so admirable and I get like Mad Max had its own vision and they did a lot of that stuff practically as well. And the CGI was only an enhancement. It wasn't necessarily the star of that movie. This, what it just a collection of scenes that's like, how the hell did they do this? And more specifically, why the hell did they do this? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, and that goes back to a conversation we've been having for years about CGI, which is, do you use it as the effect or to enhance the effects yes. right which is i think they did that in this movie to uh, you know fantastic levels right like the halo jumps real obviously the lightning isn't but right the lightning's part of the story and it enhances the fact that yeah no they just did a halo jump yeah yep and he like switched out his jetpack or the oxygen tank in the middle of the like what the hell dude like how first of all i don't even know how you rehearse that with an actor like well, a yeah, could do it. Like no, nah, it's not that in like indoor skydiving. Yeah, it's not the most hard. It's not. It's not the. It's not. It's not nearly Honestly, as difficult as it you wasn't think the, the most impressive thing in the film for me at all. The helicopter chase was for you. Uh, I I don't know. I was a little more. The helicopter chase scene is pretty fantastic. The rope drop. I mean, and we... it was it was maybe just him trying to get up to the helicopter was a little more impressive for me. Him just climbing the rope. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, that's like the most mundane Mission Impossible stunt ever. <laughs> well, he actually did climb the rope, though. He did actually and climb the rope, yeah. And down. he actually fell down yeah. and rolled over the side and exactly. grabbed it into the bottom. But that's more impressive than just climbing a rope. 
Sure. <laughs> the fall and then the yeah. The, no, the, I the, like. Him I actually... saw in the fe- featurette by the way, one of those behind the scenes featurettes. <laughs> someone over uh, uh, the the intercom or whatever, sitting on the sideline of this stud when he fell and then sort of caught the side of the ball. They said instinctively, we just lost Tom. And yeah, that was, it was the director. Out. Yeah. The director said, yeah, we just lost Tom. Yeah, everybody just assumed <laughs> like he was plummeting to his death. Yeah, and then they look and he's just hanging on the bottom. <laughs> well, and what's funny is because you know he has like an earpiece. Right. In case they have to abandon for him to stop acting, right? Yeah. Like he has to have the right. earpiece for when they're mm-hmm. filming. So he, you know he heard that yes. and said nothing. Right. <laughs> we just lost Tom. <laughs> he's just there chuckling like they how just could CG they... out his smile his laughter yeah <laughs> it's just like random question is this the movie that they had to CG Henry yes. Cavill's mustache out of from yeah. Justice League right. no well they CG'd it out of yeah this is the movie yeah that that's what I'm talking to, about he, he was contractually obligated to, to keep, keep the mustache, mustache so okay it was this movie but meanwhile like Tom Cruise can break his foot and they can just delay production by two months and I love that I love that when you can a see his ankle breaking. Oh. oh yeah, you can see it, and then he gets up and he's limping, limping, and they use that, <laughs> and take. they just use the take, oh. and then it's like, oh no, it's like, oh yeah, he hurt his foot. He just jumped from a building. He hurt his foot. He'll be fine. <laughs> but then you're like, no wait, no, he he broke something. They were like on hiatus, right? Because he couldn't do. It anything. almost doubled the budget. Yeah, no, it's gonna be one of those great pieces of movie trivia when you're going back and you're like why is tom cruise limping in that scene in mission impossible six it'll it'll be like that scene in lord of the rings when aragorn kicks the helmet yeah and lets out the scream right now you know he broke his toes kicking that helmet yeah and the screams real but exactly. nobody fucking knew that yeah. exactly that's nice yeah but cruise had just that commitment to just keep the scene going like well, well like i said he he had said yeah, I, I don't want to come back, so I just continued the scene. <laughs> he, he, he just finished the, the take because yeah. he didn't want to redo it. Yeah, my foot's really hurting right now. <laughs> I'd rather be in the him. emergency room right now than doing this, yeah. Well, so, so what exactly is the stick up your ass about this movie for? Because we just listed five reasons why you should love it. Because you, you listed six scenes. Uh-huh. I don't remember another thing about the movie. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's at least... You remember the plot at all? There's, it, it's very convoluted. Not really. It's a little convoluted. I mean, very convoluted. Sort of. Not but, convoluted. But, but not, the pro- you know, not, not Rogue Nation convoluted. True. I don't remember how convoluted I, that one was, though. I don't really... They're In all fairness. sort of convoluted. But I mean... I mean, yeah, there's six like great moments in the film, but like the rest of it is just dull, man. It just is. I was just like, Ugh, shut up, get to the next action scene twenty minutes later. Were you not into Henry Cavill? No, no, no. Didn't I like, don't like Henry Cavill. No, who likes Henry Cavill? He sucks. That's I'm a- not saying he's good. I like him. Shut up, Adam. He's- bad <laughs> no he's not a good actor yes he beats me but i still love him that's what he's saying oh, okay <laughs> no i i was just ugh, i just didn't give a shit <laughs> I, I kind of appreciated the douchiness the what of oh henry Ka- i didn't see him as a douche i kind of appreciated how much of a loathsome prick he was sure because he was a loathsome prick but i think that's Got what it. henry cavill does well but that was yeah, also you know the entire character Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That, that. That's what I mean. Like. I feel like that's the role I want to cast Henry Cavill in. Yes. Because I hate yes. him. Like. Sure. Why? So. Why I don't listen to this <laughs> podcast. Um. Do you guys go over the plot? Uh, yeah. Sometimes. sometimes. And like spoilers and yeah, shit. Yeah. No. This is all spoiler filled. Everybody knows. Yeah, you know. yeah. Okay. Go ahead. 
Okay. Did you... Yeah, I mean, I saw his character was Locke. Did you? Yeah. You yes, did. I did. did too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How soon? Because, like, almost immediately, I'm like, hmm... No, it's well, him. I knew he was the bad guy, like like just from um, trailers and stuff. Tra- well, yeah, trailers. It was also from um, just stuff I read about. It was like he's playing the villain in the movie. I was like, oh wow, That's right, great. Well, okay, a little different, but and the Lark stuff. It's also like okay, it's someone that we know. Yeah, it has to be. It's one of those. I think Roger Ebert called it like uh, the the. The, the paradox of, of character numbers or something like that. But he has this phrase where when you know that one of the people in the movie is a murderer, it limits the possibilities because you know it's not the hero. You know it's not the hero's mother. You know it's not the hero's wife. You know it's yeah. not, So it has to be only one of three people. And this one, it was literally either Angela Bassett or Henry Cavill. Like It couldn't have been anybody else. Like, it wasn't going to be Alec Baldwin. It wasn't going to be any of his buddies. It wasn't going to be the chick. It wasn't... So, of course, he has to be Lark. Um, That didn't really bother me, though. Like, I... When that reveal happened, the way that they did it, putting Simon Pegg in the mask and unveiling it that way, like, the movie almost thought three steps ahead. And it kind of said to the audience, we know you figured it out by now. Yeah. We're just going to have fun with the reveal. And that's what these movies are. And I think that's why I appreciate them more than the Marvel movies. The Marvel movies and the Avengers movies say, you know what the story is by now, but we're going to pretend like it's a big reveal when it happens. We're going to pretend like it's a big reveal when we kill off Kate Blanchett at the end of Thor or when we kill off Loki or when we kill off Killmonger. This says, you know the plot. I know the plot. Let's just have a fun time getting there. Yeah. I think that's what I love about these. <laughs> let's just have a fun time getting there. You know everything's going to be okay, but let's have fun with a helicopter chase. Sure. You know you know they're going to recover the bombs, but let's throw in Wolf Blitzer just for a fun 10-minute sequence at the beginning, <laughs> which I also really fucking loved, by the way. Did Wolf you? Blitzer. I did. Yeah. I really liked that sequence. They got I like, me. I like that. That was fun. Yeah. It's yeah. like they killed the Pope. You're not gonna kill the Pope in this movie. No. Yeah. That stuff was really good, man. I just I I dug it. I just dug everything. I dug the spy stuff. I dug the character stuff. I dug Tom Cruise. Okay. He was having a good time. Everybody <laughs> around him was having a good time. And the action mm. was immaculate. It really was. When it's there. When it's there. It's not very it's not honestly, it's it's not the most action heavy film I've ever seen. It's actually pretty sparse. It felt pretty sparse in my opinion. So I don't know. I have never hated him more. I know. It's it's good. I didn't say it was bad, <laughs> but I I saw I, I don't know. I didn't see any reason to love it. It feels like you're responding to the hype a little bit too. No, because I, I no like he these, he definitely is. No, right. I like these movies. I'm just I've never been in love with them to begin with. Like yeah. I think most I, aside from the first one, I really really like the first one. But um, and the second one we don't talk about. No. Right. But no, they, that's the that's the that's the crystal skull of the, uh, of the sure. movies. But it is directed by John Woo. That's true. It so, is John Woo you know, film. You have to cut it a little bit of slack. They've they've never been the kind of movies that I've been clamoring to see. But I was you know fairly excited for this movie. I wasn't, but again, I wasn't like pumped. I'll say, but yeah, I I I went into it and and watched it, and I was like, yeah, that was fun. I really want every blockbuster to be this. I'd rather have every uh, blockbuster be like this. Every summer blockbuster should be exactly like this. Which, like, if you're not going to take the story seriously, fine. Which I don't. 
What, what are you talking? No, I'm talking about like the other. <laughs> oh, oh, in the movie, like summer. Yeah, releases. he's he's not saying in this one yeah. specifically. Okay. He's, no, I'm I'm saying he means in movies in okay. general, right? Like, if you're not gonna take the story seriously, take the fucking action, goddamn seriously. Okay, like that that like if you're not gonna commit to one, commit to the other. It seems like these Marvel movies don't commit to either. No, they don't. <laughs> Doesn't seem like whatever rock movie is coming out this weekend in a cinema near you takes either seriously. No. These say, all right, the story's the story. You know the story. Ethan Hunt's going to save the day. What we are going to second. Right. <laughs> but we're going to fucking shock you about how we get there. And we're going to like go up to the line to where Tom Cruise, you're not sure if you're going to see him die on screen. Like, I think I saw him on The Tonight Show this week, but it might not be Tom Cruise because <laughs> I don't see how he survives his, a sequence his, like that. His stunt double is actually the one doing all the interviews. Right. So. <laughs> exactly. They have him doing all the pleasantries of Hollywood stuff. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, Tom Cruise is, you know, 30,000 feet in the air deciding, you know what? I'm going to jump out of this fucking plane. <laughs> the stunt double is playing headbands with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> yeah. It's he's easy. getting he's getting scared on Ellen. Right. Like <laughs> it's the easiest stunt job in the world. Just do promotional material. It's like, hey, Tom, you have a uh, you have a meeting with who? Just every famous director ever. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> yes, I've named his stunt director, his stunt double, Bob. What Bob, I need you to do something what for me. It's actually Bob. Bob Cruise. Bob Cruise. Bob Cruise. <laughs> I would love just that. Tom Cruise with a slightly less annoying haircut. <laughs> Please, I have bungee jumping in the Caribbean to do, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Everest isn't going to climb itself. Exactly. I, you need to go to this press release. <laughs> when I have Sherpas waiting on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when are we going to get the Mission Impossible where Tom Cruise literally tries to dodge a bullet? Oh, <laughs> shit. I like, how, I like how you didn't say... Does dodge a bullet? Literally tries, tries. attempts, <laughs> attempts it because I want him to die. One hundred and five takes of that. <laughs> He's not getting up, guys. It's like that scene in Deadpool two when you just see the blood coming out the back. Right, everybody's <laughs> getting shot. Your bullets are really fast, even though he doesn't say that in the actual movie. Which I was bummed. Yeah, I know. I was, I was like, bummed I like he didn't that say joke. That. Yeah, yeah, it's. It's it's really dancing on the line there. What was your favorite stunt? So you said the rope climb was your favorite stunt? It's, no, it's like a comp. It's the rope climb, the fall, and then kind of the um, the uh, the helicopter sequence. It's that whole like third act, really. Right. I mean that the editing in that was just immaculate. Like that was one of the best. Like maybe since Whiplash, the best examples of editing I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Well, you, no, Mad Max Fury Road okay, is I the best. Mad Max. Okay, whatever. Uh, it just uh, wonder. I know I'm ragging on you. I love that movie, but just incredibly cut. Like just the the way that it was shot, it was so both claustrophobic and nerve wracking. And when he's falling and the thing is flipping, all it's one of those rare times where they film it through point of view, but you never lose track of what's happening. Mm. And that's sometimes my problem with a lot of these modern action movies is they get so into the action that you lose sight of where the characters are and what they're doing. And this didn't feel like that for me. This felt like I know exactly what's going on. Holy shit, a cliff is coming up soon. You better (laughs) jump out this motherfucking helicopter right now, yo. Yeah. 
No, great. Uh, that's also just wonderful camera work, and it's it's comprehensible. I can actually see the action, and they're not moving the camera to make a hit heavier or any bullshit like that. They're just letting it play out and then filming it in, in various ways and cutting back and forth. It's just it's smart. It's better filmmaking. Right. It's it's the kind of shit that I like. No overusing of close ups or anything like that during an action scene, which I fucking hate. Yeah, I love. I mean, probably my favorite scene was the bathroom fight. Mm-hmm. For I mean, it was, I thought that was shot nice. I thought the action was awesome, but it was my favorite because it's one of a handful of times that I can think of when an action sequence isn't accompanied by some super dramatic score. <laughs> no oh, yeah. music. There was it, it no wasn't even music. No- there was nothing. At all. The only the only music was the slight dance music you had muffled through <laughs> that was on the fucking club. Right, 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 right. Like and it's I've always been an advocate of let the action fit sequence just be the action sequence. Right. Don't yeah. add shit to it. Don't do this extreme close-ups, which I've always hated to. Right. And I always hate it, but I'm a fucking sucker for it. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I hate them, but every time I say I'm like, eh, oh. You've okay. won me over again. All right, yeah. Right. But, you know, <laughs> just just keep it the fighting, and then that's it. They literally the filmed that scene in a white room. Like, it was as sterile as you can get. It, it, it made it so the only thing you could focus in on is the characters punching each other. Yes. It was entirely yeah. action-dependent. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is like really admirable. Like it's and but the movie can get loud if it wants to get loud mm-hmm. and quiet if it wants to get quiet. I mean that to me that's control. That's great directing. Like oh, yeah. that's great filmmaking. And and I, I, for some reason that's why I'm not sure why you didn't love the banter. Why you didn't love the sort of quieter character moments. You know, like I really dug Alec Baldwin again. Alec in this Baldwin movie. was awesome in this movie. Yeah, what? Pissed they killed him. Yeah, I felt Pissed. nothing. Really? Oh, I, no, I really liked him. Nothing. I was very upset. I really wow. was. Yeah, no, me too. Oh, guys, no, no. Did you not like him in the previous movie? No. Really? No. Come on. Are you kidding? Give me a break. I, no, I'm not. I liked him in. I'm Rogue not Nation. kidding you. I liked him in Rogue Nation. He was pretty good. I like. He came into the scene on in Ghost Protocol, right? No, Rogue Nation. He wasn't in Ghost Protocol. No, he was in two. He was in Rogue Nation in this one. Okay, when he okay, whenever he was introduced, there was like this instant, like, oh, great, another movie star's here. Mm. I really like him in these. I really think he's got like it's a little far fetched that the, the Secretary of Defense would be like doing hand to hand combat <laughs> in a sewer system in London, but whatever. Like, I'm I'm down. Well, he wasn't the Secretary of Defense. Yeah, he, he was. No, he was the Secretary of the IMF. Yeah. Are you he, positive? Yeah, I'm yeah. 100% positive on that. Oh, so the IMF no, is its I own. Yeah, the its IMF own is its own. Yeah. That's not real. It's like, it's like the NSA, okay. FBI, CAA, okay. and then above all of them is the IMF. And no one knows who they are. Exactly. Yes. Right. Okay. Got yes. it. All right. So no one knows who Alec Baldwin is. No. He's not like, you know, shaking hands with Trump and doing no. pre- joint press conferences. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, maybe I mean, he is. Yeah. It's a, I mean, knows? the president... He tells him what to do. Right. But, no, mean, but he's not like the face of... No. Like, okay, got it, got it. He's not like the director of the FBI. Everybody knows who it is. Right. But... Okay, I see. No, he's uh, off in a corner, yep. you know, fighting Russian terrorists. Right. I was very upset when they killed him off. I was. I was very upset. It was... I was more upset that it wasn't a uh, cool death. I thought it was a fairly it was okay fine. Death. Yeah. Now I can accuse you of rose-colored glasses for this one. What are you talking about? <laughs> I like Alec Baldwin. What? Okay. And Army Hammer, apparently. <laughs> no, I like Army. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, could you imagine if Henry Cavill was in Call Me By Your Name? <laughs> oh, was Army Hammer in there? Yeah. Was Army Hammer the weirdly too old guy fucking yeah. boy? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. It would have been. It would have been great if that character had that mustache yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that beard. Exactly. Uh, Zach, since you're here, do you have like any fun facts for us? Uh, yeah, I have a, I have a few. Okay. Um, so Henry Cavill was born in uh, 1983. Uh, same year, whiskey business. Stunk Tom Cruise came out. Yo, holy shit! Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Tom, let that sink in for Tom just one is, second. Tom's an old bastard. Tom, he's 56 years old. Whew! It ain't the age; it's the mileage, motherfucker. Yeah. He has way and that mileage, <laughs> it's way up there. Yeah. He needs to stop. He's gonna kill himself. Right. The He's thing, probably. He, I. I. Here's a. We're not gonna see Mission Impossible Seven. <laughs> <laughs> At least not with Ethan Hunt. Here's my question, or actually, here's my theory. I think Tom Cruise requires a certain level of crazy in order to function. And once the Church of Scientology left his life, he had to fill it with something. So I think... I I was thinking that this morning. I think this is sort of a religious experience for him. I mean, this is like the the substitute. This is the... (laughs) What is this, therapy for him? This is... No, no, Adam. This is how he (laughs) finds God. Okay. (laughs) By coming very, very close. God or Zenu? Is is this like that that, that martyr's logic where we're just going to fuck you up to, to... to yes. the, the most utmost extreme to the point where you actually come close to seeing God. Right. Is that you're, what that is? You're right at the brink of death. Okay. So you can see him, but then also report back to everybody. Yes. Exactly. What so, God was up to. So Tom Cruise is a martyr is what you're saying. Well, duh. <laughs> I mean, that that was instantly clear to me. I'm not sure about you. Yeah. Uh, anything else there? This seems like a movie that's just riddled with shit like this. I mean, yeah. So like Simon Pegg got in, I guess so well of shape he got eight packs nice Ooh. even though he didn't need to yeah <laughs> no. like he could have stayed the the slightly overweight right simon peg we all know and love <laughs> yeah it, it wasn't like <laughs> shawn of the dead yeah <laughs> he wasn't needed there wasn't a lot of hand-to-hand combat is simon peg still responsible for the scripts here is he still writing these or at I'll, least doing punch-up I, work on I, them? I, I don't know I, I i thought he only ever did punch-up work uh i feel like he wrote the last script did he? Yeah, I think, uh, so. I think I, that's what he does now. I know he wrote the. I know he did the Star Treks. Yeah, he. Well, he only did Beyond. Did he only do Beyond? Only, I thought did, he did, only did Beyond. I thought he did Darkness and Beyond. No, I think it was just Beyond. Oh. Did he do Punch Up on Beyond on Darkness? Maybe it wouldn't surprise me, but I know Darkness is a weird one. Darkness is a strange, strange mm. film. Mm, I don't know. I like Beyond actually better than Darkness. Most people do. Yeah. <laughs> most people do, but most people don't like that one. Most, yeah, yeah, most he, people don't like. Darkness because everybody knew it was Khan, yet they still left it as the biggest reveal of all cinematic history. <sighs> that but was so annoying. You know it's fucking Khan. That was so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he wrote that script. He did. Um, Beyond. And right. that's that's it. That's all he did? Did he write... No, nothing on... nothing. No punch-up work. Or no writing credits, at least. Yeah. Oh, on wow. IMDb. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, Henry Calvo, I guess Tom Cruise was supposed to be a man of uncle. Man from Uncle. Oh, oh, weird. And Henry Cavill, I guess, replaced him. Did you see that movie? Yeah, not a bad movie. Yeah, really, it's, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fun. It's not it's Guy not, Ritchie. Yeah, it's yeah, not. it's fun. Okay, yeah. it does. It's not you know the old series, but nope. <laughs> it's, it's, I liked it. Yeah. yeah, it's a fun movie. 
No, it's a good cable movie. By the way, do you it's like a great cable movie? Do yeah. you like the Jack Reachers at all? I haven't seen the Jack Reachers. I love the first one. Started watching the second, then I lost power and never went back to it. Because <laughs> <laughs> Christopher McQuarrie, who directed this, also directed yeah. Jack Reacher, yeah. which makes Did, me think that's just basically another Mission Impossible. I mean, Jack yeah. Reacher is strange. Yeah. yeah. Because isn't Werner in it? Werner the first one, it. yeah. <laughs> um, he's the villain. Jack Reacher is is strange because it's not a spy film. <laughs> it's not really even an action film. Mm-hmm. It's a detective movie. Is that it really has some action? Really? Yeah. Because I have no idea what it is. It's like so. It's, so so the, the plot of Jack Reacher. Not to get. I guess it's not really even too far off topic. Is he's he was a, a he was an MP. He was a military policeman. Okay. And there was a, a shooting. This guy shot a bunch of people with a with a rifle, like in Pittsburgh or something like that. I think it was Pittsburgh. And turns out that the guy that they arrested and are charging with this is in a coma, but he's an ex-military sniper who has a history of going off the rails. Got it. And, and that he's... guy asks for Jack Reacher to come in and prove his innocence. Oh, I so see. So Jack is investigating the, the shooting... To prove, he's doing it to prove that it is him. Yeah. But the guy's asking him to prove that it's not him, and it's a little confusing, but it, it's it's a good movie. Got it. Cool. Okay. Uh, maybe I, I need to watch that, because again, I'm really into what Chris McQuarrie has done. It's, no, it's, it's did, a good movie. Didn't he do The the Last Samurai? Did he? Did he? I, th- I think he did. Um, um, I don't think I've seen that all the way through. I like The Last Samurai. Is it good? Yeah. Is that, uh, who is that? Is that Brad Pitt? No. No, it's Tom Cruise. Is it Tom Cruise? Yeah. Macquarie is, I think, like one of Hollywood's most premier script doctors. Like he's he touches up a lot of scripts. Oh, yeah, they bring him in a lot. Uh, he wrote Usual Suspects and Edge of Tomorrow and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so he wasn't really a director right. previous to these. He did a bunch of shorts for a little while. Uh, in two thousand, he did Way of the Gun. Uh, which I've never seen, and then Jack Reacher and the two Mission Impossibles, and that's it. He's never. Who did Last Samurai? Why am I thinking he did Last Samurai? Uh, that was, was. Was that the director of the second? Uh... Edward Zwick. Did he do the second Jack Reacher? Um, no, I don't think so. I'm screwing my name. Oh, up. maybe he did. Did he? Uh, IMDb so hard to. <laughs> yes, yes, he did the second Jack Reacher. Okay, so that's what I'm getting confused here. He also did Love and Other Drugs. Okay. Blood Diamond. Good movie. Macquarie? No. Or the other Edward dude. Zwick. Zwick. Okay. Yeah, Macquarie really hasn't done that much. It's pretty crazy. Like, I almost feel like I, I don't want to say, like, Cruz is directing this movie, <laughs> but it kind of feels like Cruz's fingerprints are almost more in it than than a director's you, you don't you don't think i feel that, like cruz did like the story yeah. board and everything and then he was like oh shit now i gotta put all this together well right. we don't see and this he found as, a way to do it well we don't we don't see this as a as a mccory film we're like it's another tom cruise movie yeah you know? kind of no i do feel that way though like it it's sort of like uh um what's his face that did training day oh david ayer no the writer or no. oh anton fuqua right like the stories on Training Day are that Anton Fuqua just showed up on set and Denzel kind of directed most of the scenes himself. <laughs> okay, uh, that's sort of the word on the street with that movie, uh, and it kind of explains the rest of Anton Fuqua's career. 
Yeah. <laughs> he really never did anything that good ever again. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's sort of the rumor about that one. Uh, Didn't he do... Uh, oh, no, that was F. Gary Gray. Which one? Uh, f- uh, Fate of the Furious. Yes. Okay. Do you want to see Equalizer 2, by the way? No. <laughs> I kind of like I, the first I kind of like Equalizer. I kind of do, too. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the first one, so I, again, no, one of, one of, another one of those movies that I had like zero interest in seeing. Kind of an eco movie, kind of a Zach movie, kind of not an Adam movie. Kind of not an Adam movie. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. Uh, let's rank these Mission Impossible's. Okay, I want to get this on the record. Hmm. Zach, go. okay. Um, oh, I got. I think I have my ranking. Right, I'm gonna say three. Ooh. The best? Love three. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, because here's the thing. Right? You guys know me. I'm a very sentimental movie watcher. Yeah. yeah. This was what got me into the Mission Impossibles, and it's still a great film. Right. Right. So, yeah, like, I watched... I, watch, I was going to say, it has the best villain of the entire series. It's got the best performance yeah. in the entire series. Yeah. yeah. And Philip Seymour I've, I've watched. I, I watched it. I'm like, ooh, this is cool. And then my dad was like, oh, you liked it? I'll buy you the... The trilogy box set, <laughs> not oh the the, the, the trilogy one that came with one out. two right, three right, yeah it was right. only three and they weren't planning on doing you know ten more yeah <laughs> so what so I'm gonna do I'm gonna go three then I'm gonna go Fallout Ghost Rogue one two okay it's kind of bizarre that there was such a large period of time in between the last one three and yeah yeah, the, yeah three and and four it's three pretty, and ghost protocol yeah. like no one would have thought let's dig up this old dead franchise <laughs> you know the thing about those it'd be it would be doing something as stupid as like uh, redoing the bond oh uh, oh you mean I'll trying to bring on jeremy renner to replace the main <laughs> character uh, oh uh, mm, oh mm. oh wait a minute that movie sucks. The legacy was terrible. <laughs> Jason Bourne was worse. No, I don't think it was worse. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, it was. No. Yeah, it was. No. Yeah, it was. No, no. it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, no. it wasn't. Rewatch uh, uh, Legacy. Okay. But Jason mm. Bourne's worse. Mm. Nah. Remember when... I will say, my one complaint about this movie, a criminally... Uh, Lack low of amount Renner. of Jeremy Renner. <laughs> criminally. Well, I can't under... Because he was away filming Avengers United... That's what it's called. Yeah. Well, the last one. Wait, what? Yeah. They're calling it United. I yeah. Is that official? I don't know. It's I don't know if it's official or if it's. Are you sure you're not reading it? No, Avengers I will, Untitled. No, nope, I will find. <laughs> That's it again. exactly what I thought. <laughs> There's no. No, way. it's it says United on this. Okay. It's dumb, and I don't get it. But it says United. That's a really they're literally not yeah. United. They I think, all. I think. I think it's just the production name that they're using. They all like fell apart into into like dust and. Yeah, water, we'll so never we... see them again. Yeah, spoiler. I mean, come on. The new Spider-Man movie is called Far From Home. <laughs> it, it what? Yeah, it's Spider-Man Far From Home. He's gonna be in space. He's gonna be not on Earth. Space Spider-Man. He's fucking alive. Nice. Relax, people. <sighs> I love Homecoming though. I love me some Homecoming. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. It, uh, here's right here. Listen, if you had told me in January there's going to be a Mission Impossible movie and an Avengers movie coming out this year, 
And then you told me, no Jeremy Renner in either one. Uh, I think I would have boycotted the cinema this summer. Like, if I had known going into this, I would have been very unhappy. I, I can't tell. Do you like Jeremy Renner seriously or ironically? Totally ironically. Okay. Not an ounce of me actually likes him. Okay. Because I don't mind Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I don't mind him. I no, like him. Here's why I do love him, though. He's actually a very good actor. If properly cast, yeah, but he was. I thought he. I thought he did really well in Wind River. Yeah, I didn't love him in Wind River. I didn't. Um, but he's never properly cast. Is the problem? So he's always like a guy that looks in over his head. He's always confused. Never knows what the plot is. Never has enough charisma. Never has enough stage presence. So you know, when he was in the Bourne movie, it was kind of funny how much that sucked. When he was in the Mission Impossibles, it was kind of funny to me how out of place he felt. You know? Yeah. That's why I sure. love him. I suppose. Yeah. It, yeah, he's he he played Jeffrey Dahmer. I feel like I've said this before. Yes, oh yeah, he, he did. Have. He, played, yeah. he played Jeffrey Dahmer, like one of his first roles. Did you know that? Yeah. I need to see that. I need to. I need that in my life. So what's your ranking? Uh Adam, go first. I don't have it yet. Uh probably this is the same similar reasons. I don't think one is the best. This could be the best, mm-hmm. honestly. But I'd probably go for me personally one, then I guess four, Fallout, then uh, three, Rogue Nation, two. Okay. My favorite thing about these movies is that everybody calls Ghost Protocol Mission Impossible Four. Yeah, no one calls it Ghost, Ghost Protocol. Protocol. Is that a bad? Is my is that a bad name? They're all bad names. Yeah, okay. they're not. Yeah, they're not. They're good all. Names. They're all terrible. They should have stuck with the numbers. Yes, they should. <laughs> Fallout might have been the best one in terms of the naming. Well, Fallout. but even yeah. that's like that's not very descriptive at all. That's my that's my only issue with it. It was like I, when I f- saw that title, I was like, you could not pick a more generic title for if you tried. It was right. just, it was just a, like oh, it's going to be a nuclear plutonium steal the plutonium scheme right, right? and it right, was right so. but it, no but it was also the double entendre it was a fallout for ethan's previous quote-unquote crimes yes you know it was the fallout of what happened earlier on in the movie yes um i would go this one as number one i would go mission impossible one at number two i would go ghost protocol then i would go three then i would go Rogue Nation, then I would go to. Mm-hmm. And again, I love them all, except for the second one. I really yeah. do. I love them all. I mean, that's the thing. Picking your f- like the best ones is difficult because they're all fantastic in just enough different ways. Right. Here's my only thing, though. I think three might be considered a mess if Philip Seymour Hoffman wasn't in it. Yeah, yeah. Like I do feel like if he's not in that movie, we might be talking about it in the same league as Mission Impossible Two. Yeah, because um, like the story's not that great. Yeah, and the action's fine, but like J.J. Abrams isn't like a you know visionary. But that movie suffers from the problem that I was kind of talking about earlier, where the the biggest issue with the action is that it's shot like someone who directs television. Yeah, because J.J. Abrams directed television. Right. Yeah. He's not well. He's always been, and this is a talent in and of itself. He's been the guy that adapts other things and brings far out their stories to an accessible level for the masses. Mm-hmm. That's what he is. He's a blockbuster director in that way. Like Star Trek was loved by a bunch of geeks for the last fifty years, and only now did JJ really bring it into the mainstream. Same thing with Star Wars. Although people love Star Wars, 
7 is the most crowd-pleasing, middle-of-the-road, safe version of a Star Wars movie you can possibly get. Sure, yeah. You know? So that that's what he does. He makes family-friendly, accessible movies for mass audiences. Um, and that's what Mission Impossible 3 is. Mm-hmm. But Philip Seymour Hoffman, for some reason, I'm not sure how they allowed this to happen... <laughs> Just takes that villain to another level. Oh, he's awesome! Like he isn't is it, so evil in that. I know. Isn't every scene just the best thing ever? You clobber for more scenes with him. Whenever he's not on the screen, like you, you there's a there's a void. Yep. You know, <gasps> I'm gonna kill her. Right. I'm gonna shoot her in the head. <laughs> <laughs> just shit like that. When I he love injects it. him with the ah <laughs> oh, the torture device. It's still like pisses me off that we don't know what the rabbit's foot is good point they never <laughs> answer and, that and they? and we don't know what happens to it <laughs> i yeah. remember the last time we see it it's like on the ground and they're walking away Man. and then boom no more talk of the rabbit's foot <laughs> Man, i remember nothing about that because again these movies are so disposable except but the it. rabbit's foot <laughs> yeah. that, that for some reason is still in my brain yes yeah. I, I saw that movie when it came out and didn't see it since okay i just remember like enjoying it pretty well i remember and that I, and the fact that tom cruise electrocuted had to get electrocuted to stop the implant <laughs> and then had to get brought back yeah <laughs> Re- that movie's kind of a disaster. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> In the best possible way. But then you get that wonderful, like, 20-second shot of Tom Cruise just running through, like, like the the, <laughs> the markets and whatnot, whatever the hell that was. He's too, I, think, I think the issue is, is he's too vertical when he sprints. Yes. Right. He's perfectly up, but his chest is way out in front. It's this amazing posture. Like, go, it's- yeah, if, go look up. Tom Cruise sprinting. Right. It'll make you so much It's like in a 40-meter dash when all the runners try leaning over the finish line at the last second. He's just in a constant state of that. Like, he's about to fall forward. They need to put, like, the Superman music over that every time they do a (laughs) compilation. No, I need a seven-hour loop on on YouTube of him just running around corners and making a circle (laughs) just so it makes geographic sense to never end. Yeah. Yeah, he's... Oh, God, I love this movie, Adam. I really do. Or just do. him nonstop, just on the roof of that building. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just, <laughs> like, yeah. when he's in the center, like, four steps, and then just loop it. Yeah, yeah like the never-ending <laughs> runway in Fast and Furious 6. It's a 27-mile <laughs> That is so fucking funny. Oh, I love that. No, I was I was saying this to him uh, off the air. This, to me, is, is a great standard for what action movies should be. Yes. In my opinion. I agree. This should be, I don't think movies should be the standard of Mad Max, honestly, in the way of action, because I think that's too good. It's like, why bother? You can't really match that, in my opinion. I don't think it's possible for a, a plethora of reasons. Can you match this, though? Like, Yes, you can match this. Can you find <laughs> actors willing to do this, though? And can you find a crew willing to spend this much money? Sure. And also, can you convince a studio to give you enough money to do this? It doesn't necessarily need to be an actor who's willing to commit it to the way that Tom Cruise does, but I just need that same effect, and I think you can get that pretty easily. You can't do practical effects this way on a, on a mass scale in Hollywood. You just can't. And Well, they just did. No, but they did with a very specific star that was able, yeah. that has a lot of leverage and that can demand a lot, mm-hmm. and with a franchise that's recognizable. Okay. You can't do that with... I don't know, skyscraper. No. You can't do that with John Wick. You can't do that like 
but it doesn't necessarily even need to be on that scale. Like I said, you can do movies with action that are on a smaller scale and it can be more entertaining and compelling. I guess so. That's I mean, what I'm saying. You just can't expect a helicopter chase like that, though, in most blockbusters. Like, sure. most blockbusters are not given a blank check like this. Mm-hmm. There's shareholders to to uh, account for. There, uh, There's time, there's money, there's resources to account for. Yes. It, it's, a, it's a perfect storm. I also sure. don't know if these movies make a lot of money. Probably like they not. make their budgets back, but it's not like they're Titanic. No. You know, these are not even like the Marvel movies, these aren't even the Fast and Furious movies. You know, it's not they're kind of in a weird way passion projects. Yes. You know, they're gonna say. big budget passion projects for these guys. Yeah, that's fine. But I think I think it's a it's a fine standard. I don't I honestly don't think it's the the most uh, it's it's asking too much to make action at least have a similar level of thrill. Yeah, I mean, again, it's not the most thrilling film I've ever seen. I still think like the Raid Two is far more exciting in almost every way. But that's not that doesn't mean that I don't think the action on hand here is imp- like not impressive as fuck because mm-hmm. it is. Oh, it is. I'm just I'm just saying like I'm I'm not just even talking about the action. I'm just saying the way it's like shot and directed and edited and all that. Just get it to at least this kind of standard you don't need to do the level of insanity that tom cruise goes through but give me a similar effect to that you know and like i said don't like mad max is in its own league it does i don't even consider that but make it like at least this good okay uh zach any closing thoughts we have more podcasts to do today yes we do have more podcasts to do are we really doing two yeah we'll we'll figure it out okay yeah don't worry about it you know the plan we're good i do know the plan okay Anything? No, no just fantastic yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Go see it. Yeah, can't wait for Cruz's inevitable funeral. Yep, me can't too. wait to be doing the career retrospective. I can't wait for him. I'm just, I'm just hoping it's not like, oh, he was in a car accident going to get a latte. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want it to be he's jumping, he's bungee jumping into the Grand Canyon, right. and it snapped. Yep. Like I want it to be a violent, dramatic, and they better death. use that take. Yes. They better use that take in the final product. I want to hit... No, what, what was my... my <laughs> it's the one said, Mission Impossible when Ethan fails. Yeah. I want... No, I said it this... It was literally impossible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mission impossible. impossible. No, seriously. It's not... It's, it's no. Ain't gonna end Ain't well. gonna happen. <laughs> what if it's just Mission Impossible impossible? <laughs> no, seriously. Mission, mission Impossible... Yes. <laughs> 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 no, I said I I made this joke a little while ago on a different podcast. I want Tom Cruise to to his final stunt to to be a uh, going into a wood chipper and believing he can come out in one piece. <laughs> he I, can dodge all the blades. <laughs> I, I can put myself back together at the perfect time. <laughs> oh shit! Idea. Yeah, that's great stuff. Um, yeah, I I I love these movies. I just do. Yeah. Sue me. It's one of my favorites of the year. It's already there. That's it. That's fine. Yeah. It's one of the best I've seen this year. It's probably in my top 10, but like I said, I haven't seen a lot of movies. Okay. So, uh, we'll be back pretty soon. Um, anything else coming out in the near distant future? We'll be, or at least I'll be away for a little while. So by extension, we'll be away. I mean, movies that are coming out. Honestly, I don't know of anything that's coming out that looks all that great. Yeah. We're sort of in the dog days of August now. It's honestly, honestly, Nico, the next movie we could end up doing is The Predator. Ooh. Oh, shit. Ooh. Let's try to do one before then. Yeah, I know. That's going to be a while, but still. Uh, maybe Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> I like oh, the no. first How one. How can I forget you? <laughs> do you? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Did not see that coming. 
Did he say love a like? Like. I what like a person. twist. I like the person. Uh, the Meg. Ooh, the Meg. I, I, I described the first Mamma Mia as a movie that's a lot of fun, but they're almost having too much fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a great way to describe it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just try less. It's a little extra. That's oh, yeah. what that movie is. Oh, yeah. It's a bit extra. Um, God. Yeah, we're in trouble for a little while. Yeah, I know. We'll try to catch up on some stuff and maybe get back to you pretty soon. But yeah, September 14th, The Predator. That is, yeah, the last decent-looking movie <laughs> I see on this list. And then it's, the last or the and then what only? Are we, are they only? <laughs> and then what do we get? Like Halloween in October? Right. <laughs> That's like... Yikes. Ooh. The Happy Time Murders? Uh, Ejaculating Puppets? You know? oh, the Muppets, right. the R-rated Muppets movie? Nah. They're doing a live-action Little Mermaid. What? Oh no! August twenty. Say something. The chick's not going to be like thirteen. <laughs> um, Poppy Drayton. When is Under the Silver Lake coming out? Look that up, please. I want to see that so what, bad. What is that? It's the uh, the new uh, David uh, Robert Mitchell film. Because you know who David Robert Mitchell is, don't you? Oh, it follows. Yes. December 7th. Oh, okay. Well, it's already screened at some festivals, and it has not great reviews. I sure I heard it was very well reviewed. I see a 59 Metascore. Not like Why that you, means anything. I was going to say but... Metascore? No. Look, just look for the mixed or average or, or acclaimed or positive review thing that they have. Uh, I'd like to see Sorry to Bother You and maybe um, the one with uh, the, the girl in the woods that I keep forgetting the name of. Oh. Leave No Trace. Leave No Trace. Okay. We'll, we'll give that a shot. Okay. Uh, we'll be back pretty soon to talk more movies but uh, until next time I'm at Funny Nico Tweets he's at some Adam Hall mm. Zach is on a show called Why Is This a Thing listen every once in a while why don't you uh, too many thoughts media.com or tmt.media for more of our shit and Adam until next time <sighs> happy movie hopping <laughs>